Hallelujah, hallelujah, Bruce Arians is home. Yo, 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 welcome back to Tampa Bay Sportscast on episode 5, a special, special hallelujah edition of the Tampa Bay cast. Welcome back, Michael. How's it going, man? Oh, man, super excited. We we got the coach that we wanted. We got the coach that we were saying that we were going to get as soon as the moment Dirk Cutter was fired. I mean, we didn't know for sure. We were just being extremely optimistic. And you know what? It's a done deal now. We are all waiting for the past 24 to 48 hours for this news to get passed. And you know what? It's here. The Arizona Cardinals were being a little bit petty. You know, they, they thought that they still own Bruce Arians' rights. And the league informed the Bucks that no compensation was needed. But I guess the Arizona Cardinals just got very petty at the end. And we ended up giving them a six-round pick, and they gave us their seventh-round pick. So, you know what? That's chump change for Bruce Arians. I'll take it all day. Yeah, we're really excited here at Tampa Bay Sportscast about Arians. We've been covering a lot of this issue on the social media aspect. So we're going to lightly touch on some other things we haven't uh, brushed up upon. Uh, so what's up with the Rays, man? I know it's the off season. Uh, you know, other than the stadium stuff uh, and a couple signings here and there. Just what's going on over there in, uh, in old St. Petersburg. Yeah, the Rays, a couple weeks ago, they had a little incident with uh, Tommy Pham speaking to the media, and he stated something about the Tampa Bay Rays having no fan base. Little does he know, the Rays have a a good fan base, it's just not big. There's a lot of um, migrators that come to Florida, so this is like a vacation state, retiring state, so a lot of people are from up north and different parts of the country, so they usually root for their team still, even though they're not from Florida, and... It's unfortunate that we're in this kind of state like where we just don't have a lot of people that are born and raised and stay in Florida to support the fan base of the teams that we do have. Um, he's from St. Louis, and the St. Louis Cardinals fan base is a lot different than the Tampa Bay Rays. They have a lot more people rooting for their team than the Rays do, but the people that root for the Rays really enjoy the team being in Tampa Bay. And him making those comments to the Rays fan base was sort of demoralizing to the people that actually go and pay to get into the stadium to watch their team play. You know, I'm not defending him. He um, he made a comment. I th- he probably wishes he could take it back. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's just one of those things where... On social media, it tends to blow up and people take it out of proportion. But like I said, he was just stating what was on his mind. Yeah, those are pretty strong words. And in a different sports city, he would probably get ridiculed if criticized. Or, I mean, in some sports cities, maybe even benched because uh, it just wouldn't be put up with. But, I mean, in my in my eyes, I don't, I don't see that big of an uproar because there's not that big of a fan base. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I I don't know. I mean, it's that's just it's just true. I mean, if there was, they wouldn't be removing seats to put in new fancy things to keep you guys going. I don't know. Like, if this is the raise you guys wanted, this is the raise you get. You know, and that's like I guess he's just speaking the truth. And you know, more baseball players aren't really like media guys like some of the other sports, but. That's the way I, I guess it's just a natural response. I mean, he used to play for the St. Louis Cardinals, which is a top four or five organization in baseball, no doubt. They're they're like the Yankees or the Red Sox of the Midwest. So when you come from that type of a winning organization, you come to the race. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, what what do you expect? I, I just, uh, I mean, <laughs> to any of these fans, this is kind of how it is. Like. But on a brighter note, obviously, you know, we've, you know, took, took in <laughs> some good laughs with the Rays. But 
the lightning, man. I mean, the total opposite, which is the weirdest part, I think, about this whole this whole scenario is the lightning has an amazing home. They have, they sell out. They have an amazing stadium. I mean, if I, if I was an organization, just look right across the bay. I mean, what do, what do you think about that? Yeah. The Tampa Bay lightning just got their 16 point game streak, 16 point game streak ended against the San Jose sharks. And they started off strong again against the Columbus blue jackets with a four to zero victory and a Andre Vescaleski pitching a shutout. Which he in the since he's been back, it's, he's sixteen one and one overall record since he's coming back from injury. That's insane. Yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. Thank God he got into the NHL All Star game, and well deserved at least. Him, Stamkos, and Kucherov all deserve to be in that All Star game, including Braden Point, which he's not on yet. Hopefully, he can squeeze away to get onto that NHL All Star team. Yeah. Also, our coach was named. Uh, Cooper was named. Obviously, I mean, it, it would be a no-brainer, I guess, at this point, uh, to the uh, head coach of the All Star team, which uh, is just a testament to the team this year and how dominant they've been. Uh, and I think it's just going to keep going. Uh, I think that this is the year that they capitalize and uh, bring bring the bring title number two home. Yeah, this this is definitely the year that they bring the cup home. I can't say that for a fact, but. This is the best team that they've had since this is way better than the 2004 team that they had. And it's just unbelievable the streak that they've put on without a regular loss in December. That's insane. I think their last regulation loss was in November, late November. And that's just unbelievable. It's a testament uh, to the the team that the Lightning have been building uh, and the whole organization from a whole is just it's uh, very impressive, in the, especially in the environment. And uh, to think that the hockey team would be the most successful in the in a Florida market, I mean, just proves to the amount of money, time, and effort that the uh, owners have put into it. So, um, other than that, guys, uh, you know, we're really gonna dive into this Bruce Arians thing. Uh, we're really excited over here. We've been dying for this hire to happen. We basically we we had the, we ever since the the firing went down. We, this is basically, it's just been when when we were going to get Bruce Arians as the head coach. Got Todd Bowles as the defensive coordinator, which uh, that thought that was a big move. Uh, obviously, you know, he didn't do as great of a job as maybe he thought he would for the Jets, but he had a lot of bright moments, and they did have a good defense, you know, in the right, in the right situation. So uh, I think that's big for us. Continuity, big names. The players will respect these guys. I'm uh, really excited about some of the coaches they're going to put uh, They need some position coaches, but I think that's something they're going to address. I don't know where you think first they got to address, uh, Mike, I guess, in the uh, free agency or coaching. Yeah, they already established some of their coaching with um, Harold Goodwin with their run game coordinator. They got Byron Leftwich as the pass game coordinator, which he took over the offensive coordinator duties midseason for the Arizona Cardinals, which is it's always good to have because – now you've got an, a pass game coordinator with offensive coordinator experience in the NFL level. So his his coaching staff's going to have a lot of experience. He's also bringing, like like he said, Todd Bowles to the equation, which in, in New York he didn't do the greatest job as a head coach, but at the same time he really didn't have the talented roster to to succeed at the NFL level. So I wouldn't put all the blame on, on Todd Bowles and in New York. Yeah, it was just a bad situation in New York, and hopefully he can come to Tampa Bay and turn our defense around. 
he likes to run a 3-4, but he's very like adaptable. He'll he'll play a 4-3 to play to the strengths of the players the roster that we currently have. If they want to tweak the roster to fit the 3-4 scheme, then they'll do that with probably cutting Gerald McCoy, which is going to be unfortunate because he's been here his whole entire career. But he's going to do everything in his power to turn this defense around for the best of, for the organization. I'm extremely excited about the staff that he's already putting together and just excited to see what 2019 brings to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm just, as a former, you know, I don't know if I'll have season tickets next year. The last two years has been tough. I mean, I'm definitely going to be watching and going to the games. But it's it's definitely exciting to see, like, a real deal coaching staff getting put together. Uh, I'm really excited for Jameis uh, just, to, just to really have the coach to be willing to just dive right in. Byron Leftwich, too, man. Uh, I mean, not, like, the greatest winner ever, but... I mean, he's starting to build a little coaching repertoire for himself, and it'd be cool to see him coaching down the line. I always like seeing the ex-players. I, I love seeing ex-players coaching, you know, staying uh, staying around the game. I think it really helps for the tutelage, for the growth of the game long-term, to see those ex-players that you might have seen growing up coaching and, you know, by, like as that goes along. So that's cool. But with it, with Arians coming in, we gave, we gave a seventh round, right? We gave a seventh round, so... That's chump change in the thick of things. Uh, we traded much more for John Gruden, so we gave them a sixth round. We received the seventh round from the Cardinals. Okay, cool. We did the old Patriots swoop de doo. That's what I like to call it. You know, get get a pick, give a pick. Doesn't even really matter or even affect things in the long run. We get what we want. We get our coach, and he helps out uh, really going forward. It's just, I guess. So, uh, what steps do you think we go from here? I guess the draft and the senior bowl and stuff. Uh, what do you think Arians is going to really first address going forward, picking up this off season to either help Jameis or the defense? I think Bruce is going to want to establish a running game in Tampa Bay. So I think that's going to start with the trenches, try to solidify that offensive line, try to find a dynamic running back, either free agency or the draft. There's been a lot of talks on social media about Le'Veon Bell. I mean, there's been a lot of connections for the Bucks to pick up Le'Veon Bell out of free agency. There's been a lot of links all over the place saying that he's going to come to the Bucks, which I don't think that it's going to be the right fit for him. Plus, he's one of those probably locker room guys that are going to cause drama. Him it's, and Deshaun would be a party. Yeah, hopefully Deshaun's not here next year, but that's going to be something Bruce Arian looks into because... He likes to run those vertical that vertical offense where he likes to have a speedster uh, take the top off the defense. Yeah, no, totally agree with you there. Um, I I would like to see Deshaun go. I don't think Le'Veon Bell. I mean, if if you have a real conversation with him and you address where his head is, I mean, I'm not really too interested in uh, supporting any team overpaying at running back. We we see over the in the NFL really the the good teams get get early production out of running backs and their rookie deals. So I think that's more of the I'd rather work through the draft in the running back or even uh, I saw some articles on Leonard Fournette. You probably can get maybe a more market deal for Leonard Fournette than you would Le'Veon Bell just just to, how it seems with dealing with Le'Veon Bell. I think Leonard took a hit with that suspension that he can't get like some sort of money deal or something like that. So Maybe going that route, I like him. He's a little younger, you know, but maybe we have to trade for him. I'm not exactly sure in that situation. 
Either way, I don't see us going after Leonard Fournette. There's just a lot of talks out there on social media, and I don't see the Bucks taking a Le'Veon Bell either because right now, before any roster moves, we're looking at about $18.5 million in cap space, and Le'Veon Bell's not going to take anything less for $15 million, so... It's just not going to be the proper fit. And look at and look at teams like the look at teams like the Colts that have Marlon Mack. He's on a rookie deal. I mean, the Patriots have Sony Michelle. I mean, they're all over the the NFL. I would rather th- I, I take a couple running backs late and try to committee them, and just kind of uh, work with what we have. Unless we can really hit a bell cow in like the second or third round, I just just tough. And I don't I don't really see them coming out this year. Yeah, the way I think it's going to happen is they're probably going to try to keep Peyton Barber for in between the tackles and try to find that receiving running back that we've been lacking in Tampa Bay for quite a few years. I mean, Charles Sims didn't help us out a few years ago when he came out of Virginia, West Virginia, and we just need that playmaker out of the backfield that can receive the ball, use him in screens, use him in the passing game as an outlet for Jameis Winston, and it's just... It's just hopefully that we can find one of those dynamic running backs like an Alvin Kamara in the third round, which is probably going to be unlikely, but you never know. It's a it's a hit or miss with running backs nowadays. You just you draft them and you pl- you plug plug and play them. Yeah, I would like to see. I would just like to see our our like crucial money and picks go towards the offensive line, and maybe the later picks are like a you know a key you know signing or here here and there. I think that would be big uh, for Jameis, and then obviously too. Uh, you know, I was talking to some some people today just about some sports. You know, I talk about sports with people every day, and Jameis does need to do better with his decision making. He does need to. He he's he's so competitive. He kind of wants to go to the ground fighting. And if we if I think if Bruce Arians completes him, I think he'll take that edge off, hopefully, and just kind of play more like he did, you know, early on or in his seminal career, and just kind of give the give his weapons the opportunity to make plays. Yeah, and you know what? That's why we're so excited here in Tampa Bay that Bruce Arians came here because now he's he's so called the quarterback whisperer, and he's going to come in here and try to get the best out of Jameis that he possibly can, and. If he can't do it, then Jameis is a lost cause because he's the one that's coached Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He's he's coached all the big name quarterbacks that we've that we've heard in the past decade. And if he can't turn Jameis Winston around, then like I said, it's a lost cause, and we can find a new quarterback either in the draft for twenty twenty or free agency. Yeah, um, as I see it, is uh, Bruce. You heard it here first, Bruce Arians. We're we're gonna try to revive Jameis. If that goes wrong, we tank the next year. It's Trevor Lawrence time, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> bring back Ronnie Bass. Sunshine, sunshine. That's that's it here for uh, Tampa Bay Sportscast, guys. Uh, we're gonna be coming on to YouTube very very shortly. Really excited about that. Make sure you guys just subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, guys. We really appreciate the support. A lot of big things coming, and uh, we're just celebrating here with our new coaches. We are celebrate. Yeah 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 yeah. We out here.